I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Jackie Goss just tweeted at us. He approves of my fantastic New Year's resolution to see Jackie oh, Goss get, more. Yeah, yeah, to see Jackie more. Yeah, I know. To see various Jackie people, and, but I use him as the example. Yeah, I've gotten to the point I know where I've turned down enough invitations that now uh, Jackie and Clint don't invite me to anything. So I get it. I say, you know when you know when somebody invites you to something a couple times and you say no, and then like because you're selfish afterwards. Like after a while, you're like, hey, they don't invite me to things anymore. Yeah, because uh, you've rejected them, you dumbass. Yeah. Of course they're not going to keep Just inviting to be, me to stuff. Before we start intra-show controversy, it's not Clint Sterner who's not inviting Seth to things. Oh, it's, no, 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 right. Uh, Clint Shane. Our friend Clint Shane, yeah. Who's, who, by I, the way... Uh, sometimes I've, for the most part, when we do a show, a lot of times I like to think I'm doing the show basically for Clint and Jackie. Yeah. Because um, Clint, Clint's kind of got a... Uh, Clint's almost like that guy that Clint Shane is that guy that was uh, like if he hadn't been a football player and an Aggie probably like, would have been an artist or something yeah. like he's just he's got a kind of a he's got kind of a different vibe to him that I respect and admire. I always I like people like Clint. you know what Texans Bill too. We'll take that too uh, uh, at the uh, the underscore reliant because he's um you know he's an oil and gas dude but like way smarter than people would think because he's just got a kind of a gruff demeanor and all that. Was, I, I like those guys. And he yeah. plays a character on Twitter. That's, you know, that's it, yeah. to be clear. I think people are like that Texans bill. He sounds like a, a hick, a redneck hick. He's, he's, he's playing a, he's playing a part. Um, Clint Shane, by the way, had been pining for the, uh, pining for the partnership of pain and Pendergast going well back before 2019 when you and I got put together. Uh, oh yeah, Clint Shane going back as far yeah. as like 2015 and said, "I'd really like to hear you and Seth on a show together." Well, Clint's one too that, um, like, if Clint were my program director, he'd probably get me in trouble because he wants me to do a lot of stuff that's non-sports related, mm-hmm. which is which is cool, and we should we should probably do more non-sports stuff on the show. Yeah. Um, but I know you know I need to be reined in, and uh, I can't go off on too many tangents. No. So that's where the the, the Seth Payne show on YouTube. Uh, promises tangents galore outside the world of not not tangents but whole that's the nice thing about youtube you can do whole other you know just a random video on like okay what the hell is bitcoin i'm gonna do a bitcoin video that's right and uh if you don't want to you don't want to watch it you don't watch it that's it if you if all you want is hot davis mills and jeff driscoll action then so be it that's it you can go find that anywhere on the internet but by god seth's gonna give you tangents when he wants to on his youtube channel the Seth Payne Show. Um, so that said, speaking of tangents, a lot of people died in 2022. Were there uh, any, I, I, you know, the, the question becomes, are there any of these that affected you in a particularly specific way, a, a, a particular emotional attachment? And I would say this, Seth, I've got them, I've got them on my sheet here kind of divided into buckets of, of celebrity deaths, sports and Hollywood. 
the one bucket that affected me the most, mostly because it felt like they all happened within like two weeks of each other, and it yeah. happened right around the time Amy and I went to the Mob muse- Museum in Vegas. You know, I'm a big mob guy. Watch yeah, Tulsa right. King, by the way, and I'll talk about that in a second. Oh, okay, yeah. There were like four mob-related deaths, fictitious, kind of. Tony Sirico was actually in the mob at one point. But Paul Sorvino, who played uh, Pauly Cicero in Goodfellas, Tony Sirico, who played Pauly Walnuts on The Sopranos, James Caan, Sonny Corleone in The Godfather, and Ray Liotta, Henry Hill in The Godfather, all died within like a month of each other. Yeah, I forgot James Caan died. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 That's tough. Ray Liotta was 67. I thought he was much older than that. Oh, really? 67. I I always thought he was a younger guy who looked older. Because he had, uh, I think he had a little bit of work done, you know, the, towards the end there. So Probably. It's hard to, it's hard to tell, yeah. Um, but, and it's weird. Yeah, you know, we've gotten to a stage in life where all of a sudden now it, it's a shock when somebody in their upper 60s dies. It yeah. feels like it's way too soon. Yes, yeah, 67, yeah. It's a good reminder, too, that like, hey, even, uh, even Hollywood folk, who we know live the cleanest of lives, uh, but do also <laughs> have the... Do also have you know generally pretty good medical care and resources and everything. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's that's it's not enough to save you. No, you're right. Get up there into those fifties and sixties, man. Just uh, start taking care of yourself, but also get your affairs in order. The average age of those four guys I just named was probably like seventy-eight years old. I will also note four and it was of them too soon. Four of them probably probably chronic smokers too. Like they probably oh, they yeah. were probably smoking at the very very end. So there so yeah. there's that. But the the mob deaths are the one that the ones that affected me in a particularly profound way this year. The fake mob deaths. The fake mob deaths. Yes, yes. Because I love those shows and those movies. Of all those guys, those three guys like uh, Ray Liotta, Tony's. Uh, Sirico and Paul Sorvino, you very much associate with the mafia. With, with, with James Caan, it's a you know he was a, a much more diverse actor, yes, different range. Yeah, yep, yep. Plus, he wasn't Italian, right? Was his role not Italian in the movie? Wasn't he just? Well, uh, he was. No, no, no. You're thinking of Tom Hagen. You're thinking of uh, what's the actor's name who played uh, Duval? Uh, uh, Thomas Duval. Oh, Robert Duval. Robert Duval. Okay. Yeah, Robert Thomas. Yeah. Duval. Who the hell's Thomas Duval? Robert Duval. Yeah, he was. Tom Hagen was Irish. They found him on the street and they adopted him. No, but James Caan's not Italian either. In real life, he's not, but Sonny Corleone was. Sonny Corleone, the character, was Italian. Oh, okay. Yeah. His name was, he was a Corleone? Yes. Oh, I didn't even realize. I thought he was was like uh, some random dude. Okay. he was the son of Vito Corleone. He was Michael Corleone's brother, yeah. But not not Italian in real life. In real life, not Italian. That's the thing. Like, it's like those other guys are Italian, Italian. Right. James Caan, I was like, okay, so that's why one of the things I didn't like about The Godfather and I couldn't get into it, honestly, was like, this guy's, they're not even trying to make him look Italian. Like, what the hell is it? I grew up in a very heavily Italian-American area. And I'm like, this guy's like, what the, he's the... He's the Strucata. I don't know. I don't know Italian. <laughs> Pacino looked Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're yeah. right. You're right. There's a contrast there. Um, the music world got hit particularly hard this year. Um, Christine McVie just the, from Fleetwood Mac just passed this past week. Of course, we know the tragic story of, of takeoff from Migos here locally. Jerry Lee Lewis, 87. I didn't even know he was still alive. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis died? 87 years old. He died. Yeah, he died. Um, so some of this is news, I guess, to some people. It's both a remembrance a and breaking news. Loretta Lynn, 90 years old, passed. Uh, Coolio, 59. Oh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking Jerry Lewis. Is he still oh, alive? I don't think so. I don't think Jerry Lewis is still alive. I thought he was too angry to die. That was an angry comedian right there. <laughs> Jerry um, Lewis. 
He came from an era when it was like you could get away with being a 100% opposite of your on, on-screen persona. Whereas now, you know, like poor Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, just because she's a monster in real life, we can't watch her on TV. Oh. <laughs> Jerry Lewis passed in August of 2017. Okay. Um, so just a couple months ago. Jerry Lee uh, Lewis, Olivia- great balls of fire and whatnot. Yeah, great balls of fire. Uh, left behind a wife who was probably like... Th- 13. 20 years old, yeah. <laughs> um, Olivia Newton-John, yeah. that one hit. That hit hard because Olivia Newton-John was one of the first ones where I realized, like, hey, whoa, something's a-stirring. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Spish. What's this all about? Did you? This did, isn't like my aunt or grandma. Okay, <laughs> did you like Did you like prissy cheerleader Olivia Newton-John in Greece or slutty leather Olivia Newton-John in Greece? I liked Olivia Newton-John who existed in the world. Okay, it there was, you go. Uh, no preference. <laughs> well, oh, wait. When was she... Are you talking about like in Greece when they dressed her up like a at the end where she turned? Well, I into, wasn't buying it. Yeah. So yeah. In, like in that movie, I liked yeah. Prissy Olivia Newton. Yeah, John. girl I next wasn't door. Buying the, yeah, yeah. They're like you can put the leather jacket on, but I know what's going. Curtains don't match the drapes, <laughs> metaphorically. So right, metaphorically. I think that. Um, uh, but Olivia Newton-John, like uh, uh, aerobics, Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Let's get physical. Yeah. That's good stuff. She was 73. Yeah, you got to understand, back in the day, the leotard was just catching on to the non-ballerina crowd. Yep. Uh, flat butts were all over the place. Yes. Uh, leg warmers. Right. Just, uh, leg you know, warmers. Oh. You know, hiding that most erotic yes. of all erogenous zones, the ankle yeah. and lower calf. Yeah. Yes. It, was a, it was a hot time to be a young man it growing was. up in the 80s. It was. Olivia Newton-John bouncing around all over the place. She was right in the middle of it, no doubt. Meatloaf died. Meatloaf. Yeah. Another another sexy leg warmer. Or <laughs> I... I like Meatloaf. I like his music, some of it. Um, Meatloaf, I will uh, always remember Meatloaf as the contestant who Donald Trump made cry the most on The Apprentice. That dude cried uh, all the time on that show. Meatloaf. Yeah, which is it's funny. Um, I'm going to tell you, Meatloaf uh, is, is most known for Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Mm-hmm. Um, a very, very long song. It's eight minutes, 29 seconds long. Yeah. And I've recently discovered that I like doing my uh, spin workouts to Paradise by the Dashboard Light because it's got multiple different tempos. Yeah. Um, so you can kind of mix it up as you're going through. But it's got a crescendo or a near crescendo. It gives you blue balls at the end. But it uh, it's a very – it's a song, and I've started, like, psychoanalyzing the relationship between these two people in Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Because mm. you can remember the entire song is a negotiation yeah. between two young lovers in a vehicle. Yep. He's got some heavy petting going on. Yes. And meanwhile, it's, uh, you know, it's not good for either of these people. It's a, it's a woman who feels like she should only go all the way if she gets some commitment made under duress from her boyfriend for a lifelong commitment. Meanwhile, the guy, the guy is uh, somehow under the illusion... <laughs> This, uh, this this clown thinks it's somehow like, hey, wait a second. Why don't we just do it, and then we'll talk about it in the morning? Right. Like, he doesn't even understand this, the situation he's right. in. Um, and it's an really answer. a cautionary tale to both men and women, uh, you know, not to... Not to rush into things or to make this to make this a transactional affair, this Paradise by the Dashboard Light. The irony in all this is that you're right. In Paradise by the Dashboard Light, the guy was just some horny dude looking to get his rocks off, you know, in, yeah. in, in the car. Um, and, and, and years later, 
Meatloaf would write, uh, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. He turned into a prude all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, but it was also, well, I would do anything for love, but won't do that. It was more of a question of like, oh, okay, well, what what would it be? Would it, it could be signing a prenup. It could mm. be, I don't know, like murdering your ex-husband. It sure. Could be, or your current husband, whatever yes. it might be. It's always fun to speculate what that might have been. Uh, was that with Lita Ford? Uh, yes, I believe it was. Or no, believe- Ozzy Osbourne did one with Lita Ford. Uh, I, there was a female voice, and I would do anything for love. I'm not sure who yeah. the female voice was, but rest assured I will look it up during the break. Paradise by the Dashboard Light also had, just much like uh, Guns N' Roses would later do, it was a whole lot of, for a young guy listening to it, there's a whole lot of moaning and groaning going on. Yes. Um, that for a young guy back in the days when like the Sears catalog was a, was a household event, um, that was pretty good stuff. Like, I was always amazed that they let it on the radio. Sears catalog and Cosmopolitan were big parts of your uh, formative years. I can tell that from the show today, from your mentions. I thought, it. yeah, I've had way too much of my life influenced by Meatloaf, Cosmopolitan, the magazine, and the Sears catalog, <laughs> and the Sears catalog. Right, yeah. right. National Geographic magazine, a little bit, <laughs> disgustingly so. Yes. All right. Um, that. Uh, so those were the celebrity deaths that impacted us. Loretta the Lynn, though, That's yeah, a tough one. Ninety she years, ninety. Coal miner's daughter, baby. Yep. Gallagher, Queen Elizabeth. I would. Uh, Gor- Mikhail Gorbachev. Who the hell? Who's Scott Hall? Scott Hall is a. I put him on the list. He's a former WWE wrestler who went by the name Razor Ramon, who was very famous. Oh. Yeah, he was. Tr- people know who Scott Hall is if you know wrestling. That, that that impacted me. I'd met Scott Hall a few times. Well, that was in the random category. So Gallagher, Queen Elizabeth, Mikhail Gorbachev, and Scott Hall. Three of those four people actually accomplished something in their life. Right. Um, it would have been nice if Gallagher yeah. could have done something in his life. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, who were you putting? Are you saying Scott Hall? No, I was talking Queen Elizabeth, oh. a glorified Kardashian. <laughs> well, the Kardashians work, though, too. So hey, um, She lived in 96. That's accomplishing something, in my opinion. Yeah, it's good, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, oh, no, the 96-year-old died. Everybody in England is acting like, oh, dear, what shall we ever do when this uh, this – this national figure who actually does nothing right. in an official capacity died. Oh, dear. <laughs> Let's uh. shut down the country for a week so we can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, <laughs> All right. <laughs> a 96-year-old figurehead died. Yep. yep. The last remnant of our once <laughs> great empire. Oh, dear. All right. Uh. <laughs> Final segment of the year for Seth and I. Seth's in tomorrow with John Harris. Um, but we will uh, we'll find out what the guys got going on on in the loop today. Who's in today, Ben? Do we know who's on in the loop today? I think it's B. Scott and Bajani again. Okay, good, good. I like those guys. They're a good killer combo. bees. <laughs> there you go, killer bees. Uh, oh, killer bees. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. Uh, <laughs> we we will be back. Final segment next. Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.